Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, I have been to many a baseball game. And I've never seen one quite like this that is taking place in Los Angeles tonight. And that is because they have this group that many people believe is anti-Catholic, uh, basically almost anti-all religions, if you look at it. It is really just downright offensive on so many different levels. By the way, today is the feast day in the Catholic Church. It's the most sacred heart of Jesus. This is a sacred day. And so what do the Dodgers, the L.A. Dodgers, who are supposed to be focused on baseball and enjoying the sports and bringing families together and enjoying the weather and doing things like that and enjoying family moments together? Well, what they have done is they have brought in this group that is basically a trans nuns group. I kid you not. Drag queen trans nuns, they dress up as nuns. And just to give you a little sense, this group is not borderline offensive. They are downright offensive. It is Pride Night tonight at the Dodger Stadium. So they could have picked a whole bunch of different people to honor Pride Night, but instead they are awarding this group, which is called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And boy, are they indulging, guys. And we're going to talk about it tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, because this is a wild one. First off, I again, I think baseball stadiums are for families. You know, you bring the kids together, you bring mom and pop together, you have a great time. I've gone as a kid, I've gone as an adult, I've always enjoyed sports. And I've had a great time out there. But when I go out there, all I think about is the game. I think about, oh, how cool. I'm rooting for my teams. I'm cheering them on. I'm enjoying the finesse. I'm enjoying the moment. Sometimes I'll hear a great national anthem. Sometimes I'll hear a bad one, but sometimes I'll hear a good one. But I don't want to see these people kneeling during football. You've ruined my football. And now you have ruined my L.A. Dodgers. And my buddy, Tommy Lasorda, God rest him, Tommy Lasorda is going shaking his head. Uh, this is, like, unbelievable. I mean, he is up above going, what, are you kidding me? This is unbelievable. The L.A. Dodgers, just in the last few minutes, have honored a group. It is called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And what this group is, is they are seen, if you go on video, you see them basically doing a strip tease act on a cross. If you think that that's appropriate, I want to hear from you tonight. Because I'll be stunned if there's someone out there who actually thinks that that's a good thing. 
especially at a ballpark where you bring in kids of all ages. This is a family experience. I mean, it is completely inappropriate. I think it's inappropriate for adults. I don't want to see it at my ballpark. If people want to go to see something like that, which I consider deeply offensive, I still think if you're going to do it, you do it at a place where people say, we're going to go to the most offensive group that, you know, basically ostracizes Christians all over the world. And if you want to come and pay for it, then here it is. And it's adults as people over 21. Hopefully nobody shows up. But to do it when it is L.A. Dodgers, it's Pride Night. So Catholics around the world tonight are up in arms. They are furious. And they are, first of all, saying that kids should not attend this game tonight. I do not think it is appropriate for children. I don't think it's appropriate for adults. I think it's offensive. Can't you just show my ball game? I don't want to see all this other nonsense. Why is everything going woke? Why is everything so over-the-top politicized? Why can't we just basically say, let's enjoy the sports for the sports? Now, when I go and watch the NFL and I'm looking at whether it's the Super Bowl or other games, I'm like, okay, is he standing? Is he kneeling? Is the person doing this? I just want to appreciate it. When I hear the anthem, I get, I get emotional. I get tears in my eyes because I think it's beautiful. It's a tribute to America and it's a tribute, of course, to our troops. That's all I want to see when I go to hear the national anthem. I don't want to see whether someone's kneeling or Colin Kaepernick's going to show up or what. No, I don't want to see it anymore. And now the L.A. Dodgers, which has been such a mainstay of American sports for so many years, such an iconic team, I can't believe that they actually brought in this group. This, to me, is just surprising because they knew it was not appropriate. They're honoring this group. Not only are they allowing the group, anybody can, of course, come to a game or whatever they want to do, but they actually picked them for the Community Hero Award. I, 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 I mean, you're honoring this group. You're spotlighting this group on Pride Night. Pick somebody else for Pride Night. You don't have to pick somebody who is mocking Christians around the world. Let me see if I can find the weirdest, most offensive group in the world, and let's honor them. What is wrong with the L.A. Dodgers tonight? Shame on them. And I am calling this a Bud Light moment tonight for the L.A. Dodgers because I think they have lost their marbles and they have lost their way. Do they realize who goes to ball games? Do they realize who watches ball games? Do you think people want to see somebody like having sex with a cross? That's basically what they're doing. It is unbelievable. I looked at the video. I'm not going to tell you where to find it, but it is like I saw it. I have a pretty high bar, and I blushed. I was, like, mortified. It was stunning to me how disrespectful and disgusting it was. This is not borderline. These people are mocking Christians. They're dressing up as nuns, dressing up as Jesus Christ, and then they're doing despicable things to the cross, to each other. It is the weirdest, most disgusting, most self-deprecating, like, just despicable. It's lascivious. There's something gross and unseemly about it. And it's just offensive. And you could pick other individuals that you want to honor on Pride Night that are not going to be offending Christians around the world. I mean, you can say you are tolerant. You want to be inclusive. You want to include all different groups. There's, I'm sure, I would assume, a Hispanic night there. I assume there's, you know, hopefully there's a Polish night, maybe a Polish-Danish night for me. But Hopefully there's a whole bunch of different groups and different. And I think that's okay. Do it. 
But to sit there and pick a group like this, this to me is not inclusive. This doesn't represent, quote, tolerance. This represents offensiveness. And there's no two ways about it. And so tonight, there are thousands of people protesting outside of Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. They're playing uh, San Francisco. How appropriate is that? And many people there are just absolutely mortified. Catholics and others are saying, do not tune in to the Dodgers game. Do not bring your child or a family member that might be offended, which is probably every single person I know, uh, to a game like this. Why are they doing this? And why are people bending over backwards at this moment to do things that are just so highly offensive? And can you imagine if it was, what, an anti-Muslim group? Can you imagine if they were doing something to Allah? Uh, Forget it. They would go crazy. So it's okay to do it to Christians? And who in their right mind at the Dodgers organization decided this might be a good idea? I mean... What kind of moron picked that out? That, to me, is astounding. Because at first, there was a whole bunch of controversy about it. There were so many issues when they said, oh, they might honor this group. People were like, oh, I can't believe what a stupid choice, what a bad choice. Clearly, uh, there's some mistake here. And then for a while, it looked like the Dodgers had canceled it. And then it's back on. And again, they're honoring them with this Community Hero Award during a pregame ceremony as part of the Dodgers Pride Night. Well, you can imagine so many people are upset, Catholics and non-Catholics. Anybody with values is going to go, that is offensive. What? How does that inspire people to say, boy, let's all get along and let's kumbaya by picking one of the most offensive groups you can ever imagine that's doing disgusting things to a cross dressed up as a nun or Jesus Christ? I mean, this is like uh, this is like something worse than you'd see uh, during Mardi Gras in New Orleans. And you're, there's some pretty kooky things there in the, in the back alleys. This is something that you're like, uh, you know, if, if, you, if somebody told you, you'd go, no, 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 I can't believe it. I thought it was a misprint. I really did. But it is reality. And here is an ad that a Catholic vote group said that they put on. They actually, by the way, they wouldn't run it in Dodger Stadium. But they are putting it on the TV airwaves. So if you're watching it on TV, you would hear and see this ad by a group that is absolutely protesting this disgusting Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence that are beyond indulging us tonight. Listen to the ad uh, that this Catholic vote group put up in protest. On June 16th, a prominent anti-Catholic hate group will be honored on the field. A group that mocks Catholic nuns with vile sexual perversions. A fringe group like this? Honored? Awarded? Celebrated? There is no equality in mocking women religious. No tolerance in hate. No pride in anti-Catholic bigotry. Yeah, uh, that to me says it all. And it is absolutely disgusting. And former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard also is blasting this group, blasting the Dodgers, and said this is disgraceful. Take a listen to Tulsi Gabbard. So tonight is the night that the obscene Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are going to be honored and celebrated by the LA Dodgers. So my question is this, why should the LA Dodgers and state legislators be proud to honor and celebrate this group whose literal claim to fame is their offensive 
anti-Catholic and anti-Christian religious bigotry. Now is the time that we all need to denounce this hate, to denounce this bigotry, no matter what your religion may be or if you follow no religion at all. Bravo to Tulsi Gabbard and a religious organization called Catholics for Catholics, which had basically in the past described the sisters, I I say it in quotes, of perpetual indulgence as godless and Christ-mocking, also planned to travel to Dodger Stadium in protest of this decision to recognize this organization. What the heck is wrong with the L.A. Dodgers? Catholics are saying that they are praying They plan to hold a four-hour, because that's usually how long the games are, four-hour prayer procession in the hours leading up to the game and during the game um, because they just cannot believe what they are seeing and what they're hearing. And basically, quote, welcoming everybody to the protest, which sounds a lot more peaceful and calm and respectful than the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. What are your thoughts, everybody? one 800 848 Two. Uh, let's go to Joe on line two. Joe, your thoughts about this despicable display. Read it is absolutely disgusting. And I want to bring up a couple of quick points. Where is John Cardinal O'Connor? Excuse me. John Cardinal O'Connor, God rest his soul, 30 years in the Navy, full chaplain, full admiral, would have been denouncing this from coast to coast. Where was the dopey Dolan? Archbishop of New York didn't say a word. Bill O'Reilly reached out to him weeks ago, and he wouldn't comment. And where was he at the funeral of FDNY Batista in New Jersey today? Where was the May Adams? Where was Governor Hochul? They stay were focused, Joe. Stay focused. I love you, but please stay focused. So what do you think should happen to the L.A. Dodgers? I think, I think that every person who is of religious nature, and as that Gabby said, even if they don't have a religion, boycott the Dodgers boycott this perverted group. They are attacking Christ Jesus, the Lord and Savior of the world. This is the ultimate and and the 13 evil godless governments in the world, including Putin and King of China, are rejoicing because, my love, America, unfortunately, the United States is following England, Spain, all, Rome, uh, rotting from within. Rotting from within, we have to make a stand. Yeah, boy, uh, you're right. It is stunning that anybody in their right mind and a reputable organization like the Dodgers would actually think somehow this might be a good idea. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. You just heard Joe. They are rotting from within. What a sad but, I think, revealing statement, Joe. And we're going to continue everybody else's calls after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, this is fitting. It's a little bit of RuPaul, which is perfect. Although I think RuPaul might not even like these drag nuns, if you will, because these people are mocking Christianity and doing just really outrageous things, dressed as nuns doing sex act. I mean, it is just, it is horrible and it's disgusting. And it's at the L.A. Dodgers tonight. And there are thousands protesting outside the stadium, millions around the world protesting. This is a huge event. And there is so much pressure on the Dodgers. There was prior to this to cancel it, and they didn't. And instead, they are honoring this group. Shame on them. And by the way, uh, no surprise, 
I bet this guy was part of the uh, decision-making process. California State Senator Scott Weiner, appropriately. Take a listen to this. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are a really important civic organization. Uh, They raise money for people who are in desperate need uh, of support. They're they're not in any way anti-Catholic. What kind of a moron is this guy? All right, let me just say one thing. This guy says uh, they're not anti-Catholic. They are doing sex acts wearing, uh, you know, nun garb. I mean, it's unbelievable. They're wearing the church garb. They're dressed up also as Jesus doing. I'm not even going to tell you what they're doing to the cross. It is unbelievable. And, oh, they're not anti-Catholic. They're not offensive. What planet does that guy live on? Well, here is Kaylee McEnany. She is the former White House press secretary. And she says calling them sisters of anything is a little bit of a stretch. It's disgusting, and I will no longer call them the sisters of perpetual indulgence. I will call them the mockers. They are not sisters. They are mockers. You know what mockers do? They pull dance around crosses. They have Foxy Mary contests, hunky Jesus contests. They say things like go forth and send, send some more. Active distortion of biblical principle and scripture. These are mockers. I went to high school with sisters, uh, and they are beautiful people. They are lovely people. They deserve respect. They are some of the best among us. You know what sisters do? You know what Catholics do? You know what Christians do? We pray in the face of adversity, which is what the Catholics for Catholics are doing today. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that is why, by the way, right now they are protesting and not just even Catholic groups are protesting. Obviously, a lot of Catholic leaders around the country, pastors peacefully protesting. They're also leading prayer groups around the world saying that they just cannot believe that this is happening. But also other people are saying, imagine if it was a different religion or a different thing that was being mocked. Is there something that it's okay to mock Christians today and that that's acceptable? I I would love to know who at the L.A. Dodgers made this decision and do they need brain surgery? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey, actually, line two. Go ahead, Mike. Your thoughts about all this. I agree. Perfect show. Perfect uh, topic. They should boycott that entire stadium boycott every ticket every christian shouldn't even go near that i agree by the way i 1000 percent agree because to me this is so highly offensive and it's not a mistake because it already came out that they were planning to do this and there were huge protests and a lot of people thought okay well maybe they backed off they hadn't heard anything about it they thought okay well surely they backed off Maybe it was just some clerical error or some underling who picked the group and didn't vet them. And then when the headlines came out that they would surely change it, but they didn't. I mean, it is, I agree, it is It is just outrageous and it's disgusting. And it's poor decision making. And there's some sort of incorrect filter in their mind that they think there's anything right with this. Uh, let's go to Robert, line three in Suffolk County. Robert, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. This is terrible. This is a hate crime. They are called a hate group for a reason. Yeah, I, by the way, I agree. I agree. But did you hear, Robert, though, this crazy guy, this uh, California state senator who says they're a lovely charity group and they're not anti-Catholic? Uh, I, I'd like to know what group he's looking at because it sure doesn't look like the group that you and I are talking about tonight and the group that millions around the world 
find just unbelievably offensive. I agree. It is it is a hate group, and it's despicable. And also, it's shameful because the night is about Pride Night, uh, and it's making it's not creating unity. It's creating division. I mean, this is offensive. We're going to continue after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, the New York State Comptroller, Thomas DiNapoli, who also brought attention to this story when I was on Cats and Cosby with the great John Katz and Matitis earlier today, a show that we host at 5 o'clock. And Tom told us of what happened to a New York State trooper, and I wanted to make sure we address it tonight in our Back the Blue. Thank you, Tom, and thank you to all our great listeners. A New York State trooper sadly has been shot, and a driver has died. This happened today after a traffic stop in Dwaynesburg, Schenectady County in New York. Trooper Richard Albert stopped the SUV that was speeding at about 100 miles an hour. It happened around 11 a.m. on Interstate 88. The driver opened fire and struck Trooper Albert in his leper left upper arm as he approached the SUV. Albert then returned fire, and the driver then suddenly fled on foot. The driver, Nelson Troche, who is 32 years old of Schenectady, was found about an hour and a half later in Dwaynesburg, and he had a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He was taken to a local hospital where he was declared dead. Trooper Albert was taken to Ellis Hospital, and thankfully he has been discharged. So that is great to hear that he is going to be okay. And it just shows how dangerous and how risky it is every single day for our law enforcement doing what looked like could have been a routine speeding stop. Obviously, somebody going 100 miles an hour and the driver just opening fire when the trooper came over. Thank goodness he is going to be okay. And, of course, our thoughts and prayers are always with our great men and women in blue. And thank you to all of the great New York State troopers and again, also my friend Tom DiNapoli, the New York State Comptroller, for bringing that to our attention. Anytime you guys see a great story, you let me know. We love sharing and honoring our men and women in blue. Well, one thing I'm not happy about honoring is this crazy trans nuns group. This is just wild. At the L.A. Dodgers baseball game tonight, they have their Pride Night. A lot of people are doing different Pride Nights in June. June is Pride Month. And so you see it all over the place at different events. But this is one for the record books of all the groups that they picked. They pick a group that is called Sisters of the Perpetual Indulgence. And this is a group that is known for mocking Christianity and doing it in a very, I use the word lascivious and sort of deviant way because they dress up very sexy or they put on you know, uh, the nun's garb or they put on Christ garb. I mean, mocking Christ, uh, doing very sexual, very highly, like just provocative moves and things. It's just, it is really disgusting. And it's really shocking that this is the group of all groups that the L.A. Dodgers decides to honor tonight with their Community Hero Award. And many groups are furious about it. Uh, Catholic groups all over the world are boycotting, saying that no kid should be taken to this. Can you imagine you got a young kid? You're there, uh, you know, Johnny's in the audience watching and, hey, dad, can you pass a hot dog? Oh, my God, what's that? You know, 
It's like, uh, how do you even begin to explain it? I don't. I have a hard time explaining it at my age, let alone if it was a teenager to explain it to a teenager. I'd be like, um, let's wait about 30 years and then we'll get to it, Johnny. I mean, this is really one for the record books. And Major League Baseball pitcher Trevor Williams, he is number 32. He's, again, the pitcher with the Washington Nationals baseball team and a Christian. And he finds what the Dodgers are doing tonight just unbelievable and completely inappropriate. Here's what he said a little bit ago. I looked at the Dodgers code of conduct. I'm like, look, or the Dodgers fan code of conduct. And it said, you cannot wear anything or say anything that goes anybody's against anybody's age, gender, creed, religion. And at that point, it was like, this is a blatant, this is going against their code of conduct. Um, It's a blatant um, anti-Catholic message that they're sending, regardless of how much, you know, quote unquote, good they've been doing in their community. But when I saw how deeply offensive it was, doing awful things to the cross, doing awful things about stations of the cross, like it's just, it became a point where these negatives are are not, they shouldn't be honored and they shouldn't mock a certain room, a certain group. Bravo for him for speaking out. Uh, We haven't heard too many players uh, because it's a little tough, just like even the NBA players that were like upset about China and the Uyghurs. Uh, We saw, of course, uh, Inez Freedom, you know, speaking out, but not a lot of players. The other ones were like, oh, I better keep quiet. Uh, So bravo to this guy. And here is Emily Campagno, uh, Fox News contributor and host, saying, boy, things would be very different if the group was mocking Islam and not Christianity, which is what they clearly are doing. You know, if this group was mocking Islam, if it was mocking Judaism, Do you think that they would be given a Community Hero Award? Do you think the L.A. Dodgers would get away, the MLB would get away with bestowing an award and celebrating the blatant mockery? It's a culture and a climate right now of anti-Judeo-Christianism. And for some reason, it's allowed, it's it's celebrated, it's highlighted there, especially in Southern California. Nothing about this is right whatsoever. Why and how does this continue to be a thing there? Yeah, why and how do they continue this unbelievable, shameful display uh, that clearly is offensive? I mean, I'd like to know. I mean, who is in there? Who is deciding these things? I would love to know. I'd love to know the names. Is it the owner of the team? Is it like head of the PR department? Uh, And why? And they clearly, by the way, everybody had to know because I remember seeing the headlines when people were protesting that they were thinking about it. So nobody can claim ignorance. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is astounding. And I think the Dodgers should be disgusted. Tommy Lasorda, I knew Tommy Lasorda, the manager there. Of course, great player and manager. And Tommy Lasorda, I, I, you know, he's, he's rolling up in his grave right now. He would be mortified under Tommy Lasorda. He sadly has passed away a few years ago. But Tommy would have been like, this ain't happening. Tommy would have said, no, 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 no. You take your uh, little nun garb and your sexual acts and and bring them to some other freak show. Don't bring them to the L.A. Dodgers, which is like an all-American sport. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Uh, Let's go to Suzanne, line two. Suzanne, your thoughts about all this? Oh, God. Well, first of all, get a sense of humor about this. Gay boys and the Catholic Church have a very complex relationship because they go to school. Ten percent of the population is gay. So the families that you see tonight 
10% of these people will be gay. They can't help. It's just what they are. It shouldn't be helped. Suzanne, I, I hang on, Suzanne, and I'll let you go further. First off, I, I'm not even talking about someone's sexuality. People have a right to do whatever they want to do. That's not where we're talking about. What we're talking about is a group that is openly mocking and that they're dressed up as nuns. Uh, they're like uh, doing sex acts. Uh, they're dressed up as Jesus Christ doing sex acts to a cross. I find that deeply offensive, and I find it just disgusting at a ball game. You know, I mean, this is not the place at a Dodgers ball game where kids go and other people go. I mean, you think that's appropriate? Go ahead. How many children died today after they saw those people? <laughs> Do they have any bodies taken yet? Uh, yeah, like a mass shooting? I'm telling you, I knew a group of parish priests who lived on. In what is that? What are you talking about? A mass shooting? What do you mean? Like it's, it's it doesn't harm anyone? You think it's okay for like a ten year old kid to see that, or a nine year old kid, or a six year old kid? That's who goes to the ballpark. Go ahead. I think the kid will survive. No, really, come on. Oh, I, yeah, I right. think, so by the I way, of- Suzanne, I'm not sure what world you're living in, but a lot of people would find that deeply offensive. And I think that there's better people to pick for Pride Night. I, I like I don't have a problem if they want to honor Pride Night. I think Pride Night is the message of Pride Night is to be inclusive. It's like when you have another night, it's it's to be inclusive. You don't pick the most offensive group. I think what it does is it repels people from trying to be unifying. It says, oh, these are like a bunch of freaks. And and as opposed to, oh, gosh, you know, this is what a beautiful tribute. What a beautiful this. Uh, there's ways to do it. You pick this group. You think that this represents uh, trans. Now, I have friends, by the way, uh, who are who are gay. They are they're offended tonight. But you're clearly not. You think it's great. I don't think it's great. I just think it's like sex. I know you're watching it. I knew a group of parish priests from Long Island and the New York Town area who were all gay, and they used to they go to this guy's apartment and put towels on their head and sing Tantum Ergo with obscene parody lyrics. I only heard about this. But, but Suzanne, and, and by the way, I haven't heard about that, but, but it, that's not in public. That's a little different than sitting there at Dodger Stadium with tens of thousands of people and millions watching around the world, and, and you're doing this, this bizarre. You think it's okay? That they're like doing whatever they're doing to the cross, and that's who they pick for a community hero. That's a community loser. Go ahead. Christ is mad about starving children, mass shootings, and three people having more money than the bottom fifty percent. So I don't think he's too. He's a nice guy, Christ. He can take a joke. Well, and and uh, it sounds like you got a direct line there, Suzanne. <laughs> wow, Suzanne, I've heard it all, and and yeah, there are some serious things out there going on in the world. Uh, you forgot about open borders and a whole bunch of other problems going on. Uh, Russia, Ukraine, the list can go on and on. Uh, but somehow, I still think it's deeply offensive, and I think it's disgusting, and I don't think it's a laughing matter. Uh, but but I'm glad on a Friday night we can laugh a little. <laughs> I didn't know Monty Python was coming into uh, the Dodgers. Uh, let's go to Stan, line one. Go ahead, Stan, your thoughts, my friend. That was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but Stan, it sure right, was. Listen, listen. I, Stan, and, I, and I'm not even drinking. I wish I, I was know, taking I that know, last you call. You will be drinking soon. But yeah. <laughs> listen, I, I think it's, I, it's inappropriate. It's disgusting. And it shouldn't be at the Dodgers. I think the owner, Peter something is the owner. I forgot his name. Peter, I can't believe the family, who I think are Catholic, by the way, yeah. would allow that. I, I thought so, but too. Here's Wait a minute. Here's the, here's the kicker. All right, let's see. As much as I hate this and despise it, what's worse is that phony Kelsey Gabbard and the rest of these 
Catholic people. You mean Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, whatever her If you're going to insult her, at least get her name right, Stan. You're right. You're right. Here's the problem. As bad and disgusting as this is, and it is, what's worse is the Catholic Church in a history of over 80 years of priests, bishops, nuns who looked the other way when their own kids, Catholic girls and boys, were molested. If this is disgusting, that's worse. Well, okay. well, and, and by the way, Stan, I, I obviously agree that that is despicable. I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody, I, I hope, you know, condones that. I agree that when there were a number of cases where they looked away and a number of them have been held accountable, I think anybody who allowed that obviously should be held accountable or participated 1,000%. I mean, whether it's in the church or anywhere, uh, that is obviously not acceptable behavior. We're not talking about that now. We're talking about this display, and and uh, Sue just thought it's it's fun. It's is a. Can you imagine, Stan, if you had a kid who was like a six year old child who was taken to the ball game, and that's what they saw? It'd be like I brought up the example of you know, a guy brings uh, Johnny to the stage, and you know Johnny to go to the ballpark, and goes, "Oh, what's that?" I mean, that I I think it's inappropriate for any is, any age, let alone a six year old. My it goodness, is, it is inappropriate. You're right. I think it shouldn't have been done. Again, the family who owns the Dodgers, I think, are Catholic, so I don't know what they were thinking. But again, uh, I don't want to bring it up. But hey, Catholics, look in the mirror. This is uh, they're they're showing themselves they shouldn't do it. But there are things even worse than that. Well, okay? and and by the way, there are some horrible things. Even though tonight we are addressing this. Uh, and obviously nobody accepts, you know, what you're talking about, certainly, Stan. But, uh, Stan, I always love hearing from you, my friend. Appreciate it. Let's go to Rob, line three. Rob, your thoughts. Oh, hey. Um, wow. There's a lot of things to think about here. I mean, first of all, I'm a devout Christian. I'm a Catholic. And, um, yes, I take offense to it. But I'm also not surprised because if you look at how our country was founded, we were founded in God we trust. And we no longer trust in God. As a society, I'm not saying everyone in America, but for the most part, it's it's tilted in another direction. Now, why do you think why do you think we no longer trust in God? Oh, well, it's obvious, because the thing is, if you if you don't trust in God, you have chaos. And that's exactly what's taking place. There's no difference between Dodger Stadium and what's going on in Washington and what's going on in Ukraine. It's all the same thing. It all comes from the same place. It, when, when Christ, and let get a little bit on the Christian side, when Christ was on this earth, he was constantly tempted with all of this. The devil, you know, up on the rock, you can have the whole world. Well, we're all tempted by that. And we make choices in our life. And the choices are sometimes ignorant, you know, and that's what I wanted to say about this. They're out of control out there. There's no doubt. Do I take offense to it? Yeah. Would Christ take offense to it? I don't know. He'd be prepared for it. I don't know if he would take offense to it, but what he would say is, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And it's the same thing for all of us. If you're not trusting in God and you're not trying to live a moral and virtuous life, you are going to be on the other side. You're going to work from the darkness. That's the way it works. And Well, and Rob, Rob, by the way, I, I will agree with you that we do need uh, more faith, more family values, uh, more belief in Christ, uh, more sort of turning to religion um, and, and belief and res- appreciating each other, too, and respecting each other and not, uh, you know, vilifying each other and, and offending each other, as I think this group is representing. And I think, you know, I, I think it, it 
it just it's so inappropriate, as you said, at a time right now where we are so divided as a country, uh, as a world. I mean, there are so many things going on and so many different forces going on in the world uh, that we certainly do all need to come together and, and, and pray uh, that things uh, get better. That is for sure. Rob, thank you very, very much. We're going to continue your calls after the break, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the theme song for the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence tonight who are performing at Dodger Stadium. I mean, this is one for the record books. Your thoughts about them. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Christine on line five. Christine, your thoughts about this. Hi, Rita. I'm disgusted by this whole thing. And you know what? As a trans conservative, transsexual, I'm done with all these Pride Nights for sports teams. In fact, I'm done with the whole Pride Month thing, too. That's it. Now, Christine, I heard you right, right? You said you are a transsexual conservative. Yeah. So so why are you against uh, all the Pride Nights? Why do you think it's just not a good idea in general? They're shoving it down people's throats. It creates ill will. My life's hard enough living with gender dysphoria. You know, I... Attempted suicide four years ago this month. You know, God had a different plan for me. So I thank goodness. Thank goodness you're okay. Thank goodness. And to have a gay, uh, these sisters are, I don't, they're not trans, they're gay, but to have them insult God, it just makes me burn up. I can't tell you how burned up I am about this. Shame on the Dodgers. Yeah, you know, it is amazing um, because I think what it does also, Christine, and and I want to hear your thoughts from your own experience. I also feel like it it just, as you were saying, it creates division. Um, I think I think the people who are planning like Pride Night, I think, have good intent to to bring people together and and, you know, showcase different people's beliefs and emotions and sexuality. Um, and if if they want to do it and people want to go to a Pride Night, but I don't think people who are expecting going to a Pride Night expect to see people bashing and doing really vile things uh, on a cross um, and all these other things that are just unbelievably offensive. And I agree with you. I think it backfires um, and I think it makes uh, more division as opposed to more accepting and more love between groups. Don't you? Absolutely. I just want to live my life quietly, but all this, unwanted attention makes that impossible and and for regular pride events like a city a pride parade they're not family friendly these people that go i I can't describe what they dress but it's not family friendly and if you wear a let's go brandon shirt like i did to a pride event i'm only lucky to be verbally assaulted you know i could have been physically assaulted so there's a hypocrisy if you're conservative you don't follow the rainbow mafia you're not accepted, and they claim to be yourself. See, they don't practice the tolerance they preach because they're all leftist, Rita. Well, that is certainly not a good thing uh, because, you know, they obviously criticize others who are not inclusive, um, and they should certainly be inclusive themselves 1,000%. Christine, um, I'm glad you're doing better, and I hope you call back again. I think you have such an important voice 
Thank you so much for calling into the Rita Cosby Show. I appreciate it, Christine. Thank you very, very much. Um, let's go also, if we can, real quick to Lori on line four. Lori in North Carolina. Lori, real quick. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't be quick. I got so much to say. I'm livid. I'm just so livid and disgusted. Um, the fact that Stan would agree with all of this, it's, it tells you it's got to be really bad, right? <laughs> By the way, that's a good point. When Stan says it's bad, then you know it's got to be way bad. <laughs> Lori, thanks so much. Everybody, I'll continue with your calls after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Later on in this hour on the Rita Cosby Show, we will talk about James Comer, who is hot on the trail, big time, of Joe Biden and the Biden family. He is saying that he thinks he is close to getting the bank records uh, showing basically 20 to $30 million coming from rogue foreign nationals into the Biden family. Again, you know that there's that FBI document that Christopher Ray finally handed over to the House Oversight Committee, of which James Comer is the chair. And that basically claims via an informant uh, that essentially somebody named the big guy, and we can guess who the big guy may have been uh, or is, that he received $5 million and that also... Hunter Biden received $5 million from a Burisma Ukrainian gas executive and that there may be multiple audio tapes. So this is getting downright interesting. And James Comer says that he is very close to pulling a lot of this together and he is on the trail. Take a listen. Here's what he said a little bit ago. With respect to this oligarch, we think we know where he is. Uh, he just hasn't been seen in public in a long time. But uh, we're following the money. We, we've subpoenaed bank records last week that are coming in as we speak that we're hopeful that will show some more signs of, of some influence peddling in countries, including Ukraine. Uh, this oh. is what the Biden family has done, and they've never been investigated seriously until the House Oversight Committee uh, became a Republican majority and we received a gavel in January. And remember, they just got it, as you heard, at the beginning of this year. So they haven't had a lot of time to really be able to pull this together. And he says he is hot on the trail. Meantime, speaking of something that's not so hot, is the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, uh, they are now twerking their way through the Dodgers Stadium. This is an unbelievable moment. And we're getting word that there are thousands literally gathered right now outside of Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles uh, because they are just outraged that this has taken place, that at an L.A. Dodgers pride night, they would pick this group that is mocking Christ. Uh, many people just say it is completely anti-Catholic. It's just disgusting. And Senator Marco Rubio, a Catholic, put out this ad basically saying this group shouldn't be honored at Dodger Stadium. And I completely agree. Take a listen. Promoting bigotry. The so-called Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are not community heroes. They are nothing more than an anti-Catholic hate group. 
For years, these so-called sisters have desecrated the Catholic faith. Their acts are grotesque and mock the faith of millions in Los Angeles, including many of the players and coaches on the field tonight. Honoring anti-Christian bigots isn't tolerance. It is a celebration of hatred. And it is pure hatred when you see just, and it's just disgusting, at a, at a family venue. But you know what? There's been some things that have just been really inappropriate of late, I would say, in the last few days. Uh, first off, there was that big pride event at the White House. And earlier today, John Katsimatidis and I talked to Miranda Devine, the New York Post columnist, and here is what she had to say about how that event got out of hand. Take a listen. This is cut number four. Isn't it disgusting? We, we had um, Joe Biden decides to hold a pride celebration and he um, invites a whole bunch of basically transgender exhibitionists from TikTok. And they do what they do, which is have a strip, strip show in the middle of the White House lawn. And just, you know, filming it in front of the White House, just an absolute disgrace. Uh, Meanwhile, Joe Biden um, is standing up on stage in front of these flags that he's had put up on the White House in violation of the U.S. flag code with this transgender flag um, in pride of place next to the American flag, not meant to do that. And then he also tells this group, this is like a week after Memorial Day and the the 75th anniversary of D-Day, Joe Biden says, you have more courage than anybody that I've met in recent times. And you just think, oh boy, what is... Yeah, and you know what? He does. He speaks with like all this conviction, like you are the most courageous people I've ever met. Uh, Veterans, could you just move aside? D-Day veterans, could you just move aside? Anyway, let's go back. I mean, I'm all for honoring everybody. But, I mean, there certainly seems to be a much greater importance. And the whole, like, strip show thing on the White House lawn. And then it got really downright disgusting. Uh, Here's Miranda Devine describing where it really went downhill. Well, a lot of them took off their tops and they had fake breasts and uh, and mastectomy scars. I mean, it was it was a very bad. Fake breasts. Don't you don't you hate when that happens? (laughs) I I wouldn't know John Katsimatidis, but. Isn't that a wild, wild I mean, mastectomy scar? I mean, do you want to see that? I mean, and, and they're topless at the White House. First of all, you are invited to the White House. This White House has been so open to having trans individuals. And then you go topless and you're sitting there like shimmying with your, you know, who knows what. I I mean, it is just, it is, and this is the White House that said, we're going to bring decorum back to the White House. Have you seen decorum back at the White House? Have you seen decorum tonight at the Dodger Stadium? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tom, line one. Tom, your thoughts about the Dodgers. Yes, uh, hello, it's Tom from the Bronx here. I'd just like to say that what's, what's the matter with the owner? Of of the Dodgers, he must be the one that's promoting this. Yeah, and you know what, Tom? Everybody, it seems like on the Dodgers, was aware of this. That they can't say they were blindsided because they first put it out that they were going to honor this group. There were all these protests, all these major Catholic figures, by the way, around the world, and of course in America, many in L.A., New York, elsewhere. Uh, there were some from Tennessee, also Seattle area, a whole bunch. They actually wrote in and said, 
please, Dodgers, do not do this. They were getting calls. They were getting flooded with calls. And yet they stuck to this. Uh, I mean, so the Dodgers owners clearly are aware of it. The average person is aware of it, certainly after this show tonight. Um, But everybody was aware of the protest. They had plenty of weeks to change their mind and say, maybe after further investigation, we realize that this is not the best solution, that maybe we should pick somebody else. And yet they didn't do that. You know, so you just got to wonder what kind of screw loose does either the owner or other people have that they would go through with this? I mean, it it is it, it is shameful. And I think it's just disgusting and it's hateful. And and again, it is just it's sort of par for the course coming after what I think was a low point at the White House with people taking off their tops. I wouldn't like it. I don't care. It's not the it's not the trans. It's not the gay. It's not that I don't want somebody taking off their top or pulling down their pants at the White House. It is the Oval Office. It is the place where the president is. And again, Republican, Democrat, whoever it is, you show respect and you were invited there as a guest And that's the low end way you do it. And they're like showing it on social media. Look where I am. You know, here I am. I'm in front of the White House and look what I'm doing. I'm at this event. I mean, how pathetic, how pathetic. And these are the people that they're inviting in. Apparently they do this a lot. So uh, someone needs to do a little bit better job of vetting because I don't think Joe Biden even knows that uh, that any of this happened. Who knows if he knows what day of the week it is. Let's go to Lisa Marie on line two. Go ahead, Lisa Marie, your thoughts. Hey, Rita, I just had to call in honor of my aunt, who is a Catholic nun of almost 60 years and is an amazing, beautiful woman. And I want to share that um, June in the church's calendar has been the month of the sacred heart of Jesus for centuries, long before it was, you know, called Pride Month. And today, June 16th, is the feast of the sacred heart of Jesus. And and I don't think it's an accident that all of this is going on today. You know what I mean, Rita? You know, that's an interesting point. I did know, by the way, that it is the feast day. Um, and do you think why you think it's it's actually that maniacal that it's that plan to actually stick it to the Catholic faith that it's that they're that ill intent? What are your well, thoughts? I looked, I, I looked, I did you know a little like uh, basic research that anybody could do if they you know cared um, on this group, and they know what they're talking about in terms of Catholicism and tradition and whatnot. So I wouldn't be surprised. And I also noticed, I wonder what you think about this, um, we Christians and Catholics, like, how do, how do we react when we're offended and we're angry? Like, we didn't show up at the stadium and break things or throw things on the field. Like, instead, we're praying for these people. There, there's a beautiful litany prayer that we're all praying tonight, and it's going, like, from email to email to email because we know this what's sacred will always overcome the sacrilegious. So anybody out there that's like super upset and and fretting over this, I mean, I just think that we have to believe that um, the victory has already been won. You know, we're in the fight, but we know how it ends. And um, I also wanted to say God bless that Christine, the caller that called before. I think she was very courageous. And we love you, Christine. Absolutely. We certainly do. And respect the heck out of her, too. Uh, Lisa, thank you. So beautifully said. Thank you very, very much. Um, Let's go to Paula on line five. Paula, your thoughts. 
Hi. What do you think about the Dodgers, the fact that they're doing this tonight? I mean, this is amazing. Yeah. So why is anybody going to the game? Why would anybody even care about going to the game with this? It's people have to be responsible. They have to be respectful. And they're stupid as well. Yeah, well, and and you know what? I think there were people who said, okay, well, we'll go to a Pride night. Um, but I don't think anybody ever expected it to uh, to be like this. And you're right. I mean, especially with all this pre-publicity, I hope that it's empty in the stands. That would send a very big, powerful, strong message. And that's what the Dodgers deserve after this one. Norm, your thoughts on line six. Norm, what do you think, my friend? What are your thoughts on, on what this uh, represents and why they're doing it? Why? why? Um, it's grown acceptable in secular leftist circles to insult Christianity. Um, I mean, this is, it goes back to Lenin said religion is the opiate of the masses, and uh, he meant it, okay? And uh, these people, uh, look, I can say the, the left uh, reacts very, very, it's, there's nothing like Catholicism and Christianity that drives them up the wall. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, I see that when in the like, – I, I take part in – I've taken part in pro-life things. And we have a group – like in my case, it's a group of peaceful protesters praying. And on the other side, you have a, a group of people throwing bottles of urine at us and cursing at us and, and trying to kill us, uh, that, that the cops have to surround us in a cordon. So I, I – and, and so it, it's, it's not innocent. Okay. This, the, the, these, um, these, uh, this, uh, uh, whatever, making fun of the nuns, and so this, this is, this is not innocent, in my opinion. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think this is innocent. It's certain. Look, I, I believe in the First Amendment, but uh, I do too. But it, I also agree, uh, believe in "Thou shalt not offend." <laughs> you know, I mean, right. I mean, that's where I think the line is crossed, Norm, and and I think you obviously agree with me. Um, Norm, thank you so much. Always great to get your perspective, my friend. I always appreciate it. Um, Let's go to John on line one. Uh, John, your thoughts about what the Dodgers are doing tonight? Hi, Rita. I think that basically uh, people are going to have to give up the Dodgers before next Lent. Also, I wanted to say if you, you did a find and replace with the particular news item and you put inserted the name of Muhammad the prophet in lieu of the little sisters of uh, the indulgence or the indulgences. And instead of that, you put the little imams of the indulgence. I think people would be smiling from ear to ear in Dodger Stadium today. You think they'd be smiling if they were? I'm not sure where you're going. I actually think there would be people who would be incredibly offended. I'm saying that metaphor. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I was hoping so. I couldn't tell in your voice, but I, I agree um, because you're right. I think the double standards are unbelievable. I mean, there would be, as you know, uh, an uproar. I mean, look what happened. All I could think about, um, I think it was the Danish newspaper. Remember, it was that newspaper where they did the drawing of Allah and they didn't like it um, and uh, Muhammad and they went crazy. And then you think about in Paris, remember the ones that published the uh, image and a story, remember they got attacked. Um, so you're right, they're, they're, it is 
the double standards. And I'm not for anybody offending it. I mean, I think it's just not healthy. It's not the right thing to do, obviously, uh, to be offending anybody or any group, uh, whether it's Muslims or Catholics. Um, but you're right. The double standards are really stunning. Uh, let's go to Bob on line six. Bob, your thoughts about this. How you doing, Rita? Um, I love your show, and, and I'm 25% Polish, and you know, God bless you, and I, I believe in everything you stand for. Wait, wait, wait. What happened to the other 75? What happened? Why are you not 100%? <laughs> my, dad, my dad's 100% Italian. All right. Um, so your mother, she, mother's got to be gorgeous if she's part Polish, okay? <laughs> well, she is. She's 20, 25, and, and um, I'm, my mom's actually 50% Polish and 50% uh, Slovak. But anyway... What I what I find really alarming is that that that, that all these women's groups are not speaking out a, a, against the attack on the natural beauty of the uh, and the sacro sanctity of the you know the natural beauty of woman, and every human being alive has has come from the the suffering of a woman, and I don't understand when when this country celebrates um you know um and everybody wants to be loving and tolerant, and everybody wants to open up their heart and love everybody, but when our country starts forcing these anomalies, you know, down our throat, you know, you start to question the administration and, 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 and their agenda. And, yeah, um, that's for attack. sure. That is for sure. And, and, and but, but do you know what also in this particular, I don't know what you call because they're like, it's hard to tell uh, in the Christ outfits and in the nuns outfits. Uh, but these people seem to be all over the place. Um, and I think anybody, uh, adult or uh, you know, child, would be deeply confused looking at what they're doing. And, and the messages sure as heck are confusing and obviously deeply, I think, offensive. Uh, but your point's well taken, Bob. Thank you very much. We're going to continue with your calls. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on this Friday night. It's The Rita Cosby Show. And it looks like they are closing in on Joe Biden in the next few minutes after the break. We're going to be taking calls talking about the big money trail that is ahead. And now it looks like a lot of things have happened. First off, Hunter Biden. Remember, it turned out he actually is the father of this baby. This woman who was, I think, uh, a woman for hire of some sorts. How's that? Um, that he had a relationship with, according to different reports. And it turns out uh, that the baby the judge has deemed is his. He didn't say it was at first, but DNA tests prove that it is him. So he had to then start paying child support. And now he's trying to cut back on child support. We've heard from James Comer, on the other hand, that the Biden family, including Hunter, was making millions upon millions of dollars. So the question is, where's the money? And there was a big hearing that took place a few hours ago in Arkansas, and Hunter Biden actually testified. He got called in to testify. So that's why uh, there could be some big bombshells coming from that. Uh, Openly had to talk about his finances and a whole bunch of stuff. We're waiting to see what kind of updates came out of that. Also, Devin Archer, this is a business associate, longtime of Hunter Biden. And now it looks like the feds are trying to get him to flip um, because he's a convicted felon and he's got all these other issues in his past. They're trying to cut some deal with him 
Uh, maybe he will cooperate because it looks like he may voluntarily testify at some point next week. And that could be a bombshell. So when we come back, I want to get your thoughts on that. And where do you think the investigation of the big guy, Joe Biden, is headed? He keeps saying it's malarkey. Maybe not. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, a beautiful story coming from South Dakota, where a member of the greatest generation from Sanborn County, South Dakota, celebrated a milestone with a boatload of family and friends just a few days ago. 100-year-old World War II U.S. Navy veteran Bob Hendricks, no relation to Jimmy, enlisted in the Navy back in the summer of 1941. Hendricks was both a torpedo and a dive bomber during his time with the Navy, and he served aboard several aircraft carriers, including the USS Randolph, which was hit by a suicide plane, and it lost 25 of its crew members. Hendricks was awarded the Bronze Star for his heroism after that kamikaze attack on his aircraft carrier. And South Dakota Congressman Republican Dusty Johnson was on hand for the ceremony honoring veteran Bob Hendricks. And he said, Bob Hendricks is a great American. He further said, we have a tendency to focus on so many of the negative stories in this country, but recognizing people like Bob who serve our country and have managed to make it 100 great years. These are the kind of things that we need to make sure that we celebrate. I agree. It reminds so many of us of the importance of service to our country. Well, bravo to this great centenarian and for an incredible lifetime of service to our nation. And of course, We always love honoring members of the greatest generation and their families and, of course, all of the great military tonight and every day here on the Rita Cosby Show. Well, we are talking about the fact that Joe Biden, it looks like truth is getting a lot closer towards him. And maybe soon we will get to the bottom of all of the issues surrounding essentially the issues of finance and money. Because if you look right now, it looks like the walls are closing in on the Biden family. You've got Grassley, Chuck Grassley, the senator from uh, the great, great state of Iowa. And he came forward and said, hey, listen, on this 1023, this FBI form, we took a look at it and he was able to see the unredacted parts. And in the unredacted parts, it basically showed that indeed there may be recordings with this Burisma Ukrainian executive saying, I'm basically bribing you, Joe Biden, and if I pay you X, will you do X? Uh, So that's big stuff. And they're trying to track down now this Burisma executive. That's big, big deals. So you got that with a $5 million allegation, according to the informant. We still have to look and see if it's true or not, but the public needs to know one way or the other if it's true. And regardless, it looks like they are definitely narrowing in because they've got bank records. And Comer says what's in that 1023 is very similar to other stuff that he has seen. Uh, So he said there's other things that may kind of corroborate. At least it's a similar pattern. And here is what he had to say in terms of how he's narrowing in 
on Biden. He's going for Jim Biden and other members of the Biden family. We've already tracked down a little over $10 million. We're pretty confident from other sources that that number will grow to beyond 20 million, and it could be more if you factor in the president's brother who dealt mainly in the Middle East. We haven't even gotten to him yet. Yeah, so there's another brother. Then you got Jim Biden. Uh, at the end of the day, there's going to the dog and the cat. Maybe if there's any finances in their account, seems like everybody tied to the Bidens. Maybe the milkman's finances are going to be there. I'm telling you, they got everybody there. It's like a big old Christmas tree, you know, with ornaments where it's like, here's Aunt Sally, here's this. How much went to this? How much went to that? This is getting interesting. And in the middle of all this, Hunter Biden also had to appear in a child custody case today. Uh, He has a child uh, out of wedlock with this woman that he had a longtime affair with, a longtime relationship, I should say, with. Um, The judge deemed that it was his. First, he said it wasn't. Then uh, DNA tests confirmed it. And then he was trying to reduce the child support payments. And the woman was like, ah, 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 ah. She said, you know what? I'm looking at all these headlines of the tens of millions of dollars that it looks like your family made. I'm having a little bit of a hard time reconciling how you're trying to cut back on payments for your child. It's a compelling case, right? (laughs) You know, so they actually brought in the issue of the laptop. She said, let's look through the laptop because apparently you have all this money out there. Let's go through this so-called laptop that Hunter still hasn't admitted it's his, even though he says people talking about it are defaming. I mean, it's, it's it's a circle thing. But regardless, all through this, she's basically said, well, let's go through the laptop. Let's see what you got in there. If you really have finances or not, who would have thought like a paternity case in Arkansas may open the floodgates of the Biden family? Because he's too cheap to pay the baby, you know, to support the baby. It may open up not just to him, but to all the Biden family members. So here is Miranda Devine and, of course, the great New York Post columnist talking about what happened today in court. Take a listen. Hunter Biden is trying to reduce the amount that he's paying to the mother of his unacknowledged child. Um, and that mother was a stripper that he met in Washington, D.C., and uh, he had a, a long relationship with her, even put her on the payroll of his company, and um, then he pretended that he couldn't remember her and that the child wasn't his, and she had to take him to court, do a DNA test, and finally got $20,000 a month child support. He's now trying to get, to get that reduced, and so... The judge in Arkansas is saying, well, if you want it reduced, you have to prove that you're as broke as you pretend you are. And Hunter Biden, of course, shows up in a private jet, the last appearance. Um, He's living in a $25,000 a month place in Malibu, or was until recently, Um, and, uh, you know, doesn't seem to have any visible means of support apart from these sort of paintings. Um, And his $2.8 million tax bill was paid by a friend called Kevin Morris, a a Hollywood entertainment lawyer. And so um, that's why London Roberts and her lawyer are saying, come on, don't tell us that you're broke when you live this lavish lifestyle. And so Hunter today has been forced under threat of contempt and being thrown in jail in Arkansas. He's had to basically open the kimono on all his financials. So, boy, this could be explosive. Isn't that amazing? Uh, This child custody case 
could reveal a whole bunch of information because she's saying, you're lying. We know you have money. Uh, apparently, by the way, he flew in on a private plane and doesn't claim, doesn't have the money to pay for the child support. See if you can figure it out. But Miranda Devine says, listen to how Hunter's been spending his money. Some of us have seen it. Well, he may have spent all the money, you see. You you know that he had such an expensive, ridiculous lifestyle where he was doing crack and uh, spending money on hookers and living in uh, a ridiculous hotel rooms for months on end. Um, he spent, he, he wasted a lot of money. He gave money to his family members. Um, he gave money to people on the street, to homeless people. He He was just out of control. I have no problem with the homeless people helping. That's a good thing. But the hookers and you can't pay for your child. So where do you think this investigation is going? And are the walls closing in on the Biden family? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tom on line one. Tom, your thoughts about this? Yeah, really. You know, I, I think the Republicans have to be very careful that this might not backfire, because as I understand it, somebody has introduced uh, impeachment charges against Biden and Harris. And if, if they go too quickly, then it seems to me that the, the Democrats, if, if there's not strong enough evidence that, it, you know, Biden definitely did this and the Democrats try to support him, then they're going to lose the upcoming election. So they just might decide to throw Biden and Harris under the bus and in, install, you might say, for the rest of the term, Gavin Newsom and somebody else and say, well, you know, we, we, we got rid of the problem. We got a clean slate. Uh, we're going to turn things around and, and start fresh with somebody in there and extending that hopefully into the the past the upcoming election. In other words, I mean, I mean where, where they would win the election. The other possibility I see is that if there's enough turmoil there between Democrats and Republicans and it goes on long enough, then China might take advantage of that going into Taiwan, in which case we're almost at war. Uh, Biden would be viewed as a wartime president. There'd be enough pressure for the uh, from the general public to, to drop the impeachment charges because we've got to fight uh, China or say if it's Iran or whoever it might be that does something like that because there are at least four, three or four players that would be, do that. By the way, Tom, I, I think you're right about all this stuff. I also think, sadly, I think they're laughing at us now. Um, you know, as you talk about China, Blinken is going over to China right now, uh, you know, kissing the hand of the Chinese when he should be slapping the hand of the Chinese, you know, for what they did with the spy balloon and all these other things and the Chinese spy station that's in Cuba. But we don't have any cojones where we have this uh, policy, I think, of appeasement. But I also think they're laughing based on even the Trump allegations. I mean, they are probably sitting there and saying, what the heck is going on? You know, they're probably looking and saying, wait, you're going after a former president for the first time in American history over classified documents. And, you know, that's going to occupy all these other things. We're going to be busy regardless of whether anything ever happens with Biden. And I think something should be at least investigated wherever it goes. One thousand percent. By the way, uh, speaking of Trump too, uh Asa Hutchinson, who was running against Trump, just came out and actually was asking the Republican National Committee to change its loyalty pledge. They had a loyalty pledge that basically said, if you're going to participate in the debates, you have to agree that whoever is ultimately the nominee 
that that nominee you will back. That, in other words, if you compete and you don't win, you still have to back the GOP nominee. They want to see unity. They want to see the party coming together and unifying against each, you know, with each other and not fighting amongst themselves. I think it's actually a really smart thing. So Asa Hutchinson, who doesn't like Trump to begin with, just came out and just said to the RNC, hey, here's what we'd like you to do. We think that you should basically make a pledge and change what you did, amend what you said, that if Trump is convicted on espionage, if he's a convicted felon, especially on espionage, which are one of the accounts that they're looking at right now, that if he's found, then we can break the pledge. Then we don't have to support. In other words, we don't have to support a convicted felon because he just hates Trump. So it's an interesting, you know, I, I think the Chinese are already laughing and I think all these others are laughing. There are so many serious issues out there. And we've got, you know, going after a former president, again, tied to classified documents as we're talking about all this big money. But I think your point's a good one, Tom, that we should that, you know, you don't rush against somebody. They shouldn't have rushed against Trump. And I think in this case that all these things about impeachment or anything even, you know, anything else related to the Bidens, all of it should be based on fact, not on politics. That, that's uh, that's how I feel like on all sides for the good of the country. Tom, thank you very much. Let's go to Tony, line two. Tony, your thoughts about everything with the Bidens? Uh, what I think really is going to happen is uh, Biden's going to go out on a medical before his term is out, and Kamala Harris is going to be president. And she's oh, gonna no. Give him You're him saying Cackles pardon. is going to be in? Cackles is going to be in? Yes, for, for a short time. And she's going to give him a pardon and his family. And none of this is going to go anywhere. Ah, so you, think. so you think what you think it's going to lead to where there could potentially what be something uh, that would be tied to charges or anything. Um, you I, you have more faith that it's even going to be investigated. I do think, by the way, Comer's hot on the trail. But the Democrats uh, are fighting a tooth and nail, Tony. You see that. Yeah, but I, I think the fix is in. You know, uh, Biden. I do, too. I think they're trying to fix it. That's why you got to have. By the way, that's why you got to have also uh, different parties. I mean, look at look at the fact that the Republicans are there now. If the Republicans didn't get the House and they got it narrowly, as you know, uh, by votes, the seats in New York, especially if the Republicans were not in the House now, Tony, it never would be investigated. It'd be like Hunter Biden. What are you talking about? Those tens of millions. Nothing to see there. That's true. The only thing is this, Biden may be uh, not a smart guy, but when it comes to politics, this guy is street smart. He gets an A-plus for all the stuff he's pulled for 50 years, and he's gotten away with it. Unfortunately, Donald Trump is not street smart in politics, and I think he gets an F for failure. He's a great businessman, and he did a lot for the country, but when it comes to politics in washington he he had no idea what he was getting into really by the way i agree with you that i don't think he realized what he was getting into i also think the other issue too is that clearly trump had people even within his own party that were working against him and that are still working against him listen to what i just told you about asa hutchinson a former governor of arkansas i mean you know he's still working against him chris christie who's in the race now is working against him uh, whereas it looks like Biden, it was a big old kumbaya. They they kind of all kind of fold together, even though now there is a little bit of division with RFK um, and with Marion Williamson 
And so there is a little bit of a schism because Biden is that bad that even the Democrats are going help. Um, But typically they sort of all fall in line. Uh, Let's go real quick to Tommy in Nashville. Go ahead, Tommy. Line one. Oh, hi, Rita. Great show. Thank Uh, you, Tommy. Where's it headed? Where's it headed with Biden? Oh, well, Biden's going to have his hands filled, but you got to remember, remember the uh, the State Department, the Department of every department of federal government is, is laced and honeycombed with political insiders that will just slow the whole operation down. The people have to realize when it comes to elections now, the Democratic Party has been rebuilt by the 65 Immigration Act and illegal immigration. It rebuilt the Democratic Party into a left wing Democratic Party. We may not like it, but they think this is successful. They think Biden is successful by letting all the illegals inside the country. When a presidential candidate on the Republican side says we're going to get, we're going to get rid of the 65 Immigration Act, we deport eagle, illegals, we're going to stop illegal immigration cold with the military on the border, a federal pen on the border, and a courthouse on the border, and then race quotas. Race quotas are big. If you're a white male, if you're white, you're discriminated against in this country because of race quotas. No one ever talks about it. So until that happens, you've got to realize that really nobody is on your side. The Democratic Party is vicious. They're going after Trump because Trump called Hillary a crook. He called Biden's kid a crook. But he never followed up on it. Let's face it, he didn't follow up on that. He let them, he let them skate like they let China skate, like they let Saudi Arabia skate skate on 9-11 until all these things are addressed folks nobody is on your side i hate to break the news i hate to be the doctor going into the room giving you the bad news but i am giving you the bad news well you know what uh and when you say you're right he did give hillary a pass um i think at that point and i think most people never expected it would get to the point where i hate to say this i feel like the word impeachment and the word indictment uh when it comes to the presidency has been cheapened I mean, think about it. every time it was like, oh, I don't like what Trump said here. We're going to indict him. OK, I don't like what Trump did here. We're going to impeach him. You know, pick the word. You're just going to, you know, it's insert the word, um, which is why I think. But I don't think it, it, it means tit for tat. I do think if the facts go there, absolutely throw the book. And by the way, if this is true about Joe Biden with the phone calls, if it turns out that the five million dollars, Tommy, is true. And again, it's just an allegation at this point, but it comes from a, quote, credible informant. And it comes from apparently this Burisma executive. Let's see what he says. Let's see if the recordings are there. If you got all that stuff and if it turns out that it's true, I say throw the book at him. And I do think it's treasonous. Um, And I think it's the beginning and the end of his presidency, you guys. I really do. If it can be true. So he's got to have the goods because you don't want to be as trivial as some of the other guys are on the other side. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue your calls after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Money, money, money. And when Joe Biden is asked about these bribery allegations, of which there are a lot of them, and boy, are they serious. Well, when he's been asked about it, he's just laughing it off. Uh, To me, I find it deeply offensive. Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, was also asked about it. She repeated the same line. And I don't know how you guys feel, but when you see the president and he's sitting there with this little like sort of smirk on his face, 
And he's sitting there like, you know, I don't know what's going on, like a Cheshire cat. Like, yeah, right. Remember, he gave the line, uh, follow the money. You know, like he's almost like baiting James Comer. I mean, isn't that a weird answer? Earlier in the week, he was asked, you know, what do you think of these bribery? Oh, follow the money. Where's the money? You know, I mean, uh, that's like sounds like Al Capone saying, hey, where are you going to get me? You know, was that Gary Hart who said, uh, remember the whole thing with Donna Rice? You know, follow me. And it turned out he was having an affair. You know, I mean, most of the time when people say that, it's like, okay, now we're really going to try to find the money. Here is Joe Biden. Here's a little bit. Remember, when he was asked earlier this week. Bribery allegation. Congresswoman Nancy May says there's damning evidence that FBI filed that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President, that's a bunch of malarkey. And then when a New York Post reporter, I think it was who was the one who asked the question, hey, what about this big guy reference? He said, what a stupid question. I, I mean, are you stupid, Mr. President? You see all the writing on the wall. Can you imagine? Just switch out the names for Trump. They would go crazy if it was uh, Trump, $5 million. Just even on these allegations, they would already been in the middle of impeachment hearings. I mean, that's what is just the double standards is shameful. Although I still think you got to follow the money trail. Let's have the facts. If the facts show and James Comer seems to be on the hunt and Jim Jordan and those guys, they claim to say that they are zeroing in. If they can get to it, let's do it. You know, if the evidence shows it, then he is a traitor and it is treasonous if it comes to that. And that's an if we don't know. But, boy, it looks bad and it smells bad. And I don't like my president laughing and saying, oh, it's so funny. And then you're going after the former president, your opponent, your main rival for classified documents. Something seems a little unseemly here. Uh, that's just my feeling. Let's go to Rick. Line one. Rick, your thoughts. Yeah, that's my problem. The double standard is so blatant. They both did basically exactly the same thing. I don't know why anybody would want classified documents, but Trump has these classified documents. I saw last week he's getting indicted, ready to go to jail for the rest of his life. He has classified documents. Biden has classified documents in his garage. Hey, you left out that the, the garage also had the Corvette that Hunter was working on right next door. Yikes.